God help us. Test. <laughs> you fucking doing a test right before? <laughs> of course you are. Why, why am I not fucking surprised? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Adaptation Sickness. Uh, I'm Trisket. I'm Kyle. I thought Ben was going to go. <laughs> and I'm Ben. I eventually went. God damn. Drink of water right when you're supposed to talk. <laughs> yeah. This is why we can't have nice fucking things, okay? I gotta stay hydrated. I don't even give a shit. I'm keeping in this intro because I'm far too lazy to make another one. Laura Croft didn't drink any water in this movie. Laura Croft is a dumbass in this movie. I will say that. Um, But yes, this week we are talking about Tomb Raider. 2018 or... Yeah. 2018. You know, the one made off of the remakes. Yeah. More directly than we expected it to. But, but still not, not direct yeah. enough. Oh my god, they had a name, and that's about yeah. it. The lore yeah. was the same, but then it wasn't. Alright, mm -hmm. uh, mind if I do the recap? Because I played do. this game two days ago. You just did and ran <laughs> through that shit. So Ben, take her away this time. Alright, I will say, first, it's a Squeenix game, so it is incredibly long. Probably their shortest game. Yeah. And I played it in one sitting, so it's like a fever dream for me. <laughs> uh, the well, the story goes, you're in a shipwreck as a National Geographic type archaeological. And pay attention to where this one starts versus where the movie starts. Yeah, you're on a National Geographic type reality show type Oh, yeah, there was, Shit. like, a movie crew or something, too, right? You are yeah. a movie crew with yeah. two archaeologists, and everyone else is just the hype people. I forgot about that part, yeah. And your best friend. Anyways, yeah, and your best friend. Your best friend is the B-roll. <laughs> Anyways, you are on this archaeological trip for National Geographic, not National Geographic, and you are going into, basically, the Bermuda Triangle of Japan. Ship sinks. You get washed up on shore, so does everyone else on your crew, and then you immediately get captured by people who are already on the island, tied up in a cave, impaled on a spike, escape from the cave as it's collapsing. Kaboom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very a lot good, of things collapse in this game. Pretty good hook for a story. Oh, yeah. It, Great start. It had me going right off the start, and then it just kept going on with the body mutilation stuff like <laughs> for the first half of that game it had a real hard on for that <laughs> anyways point of the game first you need to survive second you need to uh find and save your uncle type figure your dad's former best friend after you do that you get to save your best friend who was the b-roll camera person in the crew after that you get to save the crew after that you have to save your friend again after that, your, spoilers, uncle dies. And after that, you need to kill the storm god Himiko, who is keeping everyone on this island. Ooh. And you get to solve a bunch of cool wind puzzles. And, and also the guy who is trying to make Himiko possess a new body. Yeah. I mean, he just had a different way off the island. Yeah. Give it a new body, I will be good. <laughs> I get a free pass, fuck you all. Squeenix game, highly summarized. You're running around saving people while trying to avoid a wind god. A lot of, like, fetch questy stuff. And, and also we want to say this whole game pretty much takes place at night. While it is raining. Sort of. There is a day-night cycle in the game, I think. There is. It takes yeah. place over the course of, like, three days. Yeah. 
it doesn't quite go very far. I mean, the whole point, though, is that you're not really moving around much in daytime, though. No, not really. Because guess what? You can be seen right away if you were rounding around in daytime. Yeah, but I don't think it matters. You kill a lot of people. You really do. Like, Laura Croft's fucking body count, I would say, is getting to punish her levels and if you dropped him on an island. In this movie, I think it was two. Yeah. <laughs> so. Anyway, so the game plays as pseudo-survival, pseudo-first-person, over-the-shoulder type third, shooter. Third person. Third person. Third person, over-the-shoulder shooter, and pseudo exploration yeah upgrade your bow collect a bunch of guns it's mid 2010s you need to collect everything for the trophies Mm -hmm. other than that not too bad with some cool physics puzzles sometimes true all right characters we have laura croft who is not laura croft yet she's just amateur laura croft yeah she's not tomb raider yet no, she's not, but she's she's got enough skills where she can put yeah. A to B, build her own bow, go murder a couple deer, try to help herself heal. To be fair, by the end of the movie, I don't think she's Tomb Raider yet either. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> she never got the opportunity she to She is way more growth. closer to Tomb Raider after the, the game. Oh, big time. Yeah, one of the Rather best parts the about movie. the game... At least the story of the game is they really took, like, the we're gonna do a new origin story and make it more gritty, and have her have to actually go through a bunch of character development, like the beginning game. More impalements. She's innocent Laura Croft. She gets impaled a few times. She learns to impale lots of people. Oh, yeah. With bullets and bows and stuff. And then by the end of the game, she's Laura Croft Tomb Raider. Yeah. And she's a badass. And in the movie, there's not a, there's no room for any of that. No. Uh, but... It's nice to see her character development in the game. In the movie, it's more of a, I don't want my family's inheritance. But that'll solve all your mommy problems. I don't care. I'm going to be a bike courier. What about university? Bike courier. (laughs) Yeah, no. She had no development in the movie other than daddy issues. Oh, wait. No, those didn't develop during the movie. She still has daddy issues by the end. (laughs) Yeah. Which is why she got two pistols. <laughs> yeah. To solve her daddy issues. Um, but then we have Captain Lou, which played he played a much bigger role in the game. In yeah. this one he is more of a He doesn't do anything. No no, 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 really? he did. He got let Laura get away by beating the shit out of everybody with yeah, a shovel. That was about it. But like in the game there's a whole supporting cast. Mm-hmm. And in the movie, they crunched all of those characters into one person. Captain Lou. Captain Lou. He hardly does anything for the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in the video game, they hardly do anything, too. Very true. Well, that's a lie. Your dad's best friend does do a lot for you until... He's dead. He's dead. Yeah. Doesn't he get killed by the big bad evil guy? Uh, probably. I don't remember how he died. I just remember it being very probably traumatic. Yeah. But it's one of those things of the other characters did help you once in a while. They're just like, no, you got to go this way. This is where I've seen them. At least gives you information. Yeah, they're a supporting cast, right? Yeah. The nerd gets the tools so the mechanic (laughs) can fix the boat. The chef gives you a bow. Yeah. They give you excuses for fetch quests. And your best friend, Be Real, just... 
you know, gets possessed and yeah. kidnapped a lot. God, this is like Mario. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so your it friend being real gets kidnapped, and then they're like, oh my god, she has the blood, the ancestry of Himiko. Yeah. She can now, Himiko can have a body, and we're all like... This is in the game. Yeah, this is in the game. We're like... There's none of huh? this in the movie. Yeah, no, there is no be real friend. Um, all right. Are we ready to start going through our movie? No. So this yes. one. So it took one of the one of the first things you learn in creative writing classes is the old Kurt Vonnegut dictum of you should start your story as close to the end as possible. And the game did that. The game starts right when they're get like it starts with the shipwreck and them getting to the island. But the movie writers saw that great beginning, the great story hook, and they said, we're going to backpedal about like 20 minutes, and we're going to have to see all of the setup that led to us getting on a boat. And it's like, we could have just skipped all this, because that's what the game does, and it makes a good beginning. See, one of my original things I said was direct adaptation so far, including opening prologue, and then I yeah. fucking saw them backpedal to London. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, this note is fucking useless now. Because yeah. they had the exact same beginning about Queen Himiko as in the game. Yeah, they had the same beats as in the game mm. like in the movie she was a god of death yeah whereas in the game she was a god of storms yeah. and she actually storms was death. yeah a god of storms in the game goddess yep yeah this is storms absolutely um and one of my next questions was why wasn't laura rich because she didn't want to sign the inheritance and then apparently the inheritance if she didn't sign for it wouldn't go to her I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not how the law works. No, it yeah. is not how the law works. Her dad definitely would have written a will that says, give everything to Laura. Like, yeah. He did write a will that yeah. says, give everything but to Laura like, from my dad. If you don't sign all this stuff, we will sell it. It's like, you can't. Nope, they cannot. It is held in the estate, and the estate would go to Laura. That one made no sense for me. And then that whole sequence of her being a bike courier... And having that one random dude kind of like her and supposed to go ask yeah. her out, but never did. And we never saw that guy again. He didn't even come on the fucking boat to help her out. So unnecessary. And then they had that whole fox race sequence for whatever reason. Yeah. To develop her character. How? Somehow. She hit a police car. Yeah. And she's reckless like her father. This is what someone else says later in the movie. And I mean, one of the things is that, so what happens is she hits a police car, gets in trouble. Anna, the employee from her dad's company, is all of a sudden there. And she's like, sign the papers and off we go. While Laura plays with a puzzle box, gets it open. Where, as in the game, it actually shows that her father brought her a bunch of puzzle boxes as a kid. This one just kind of goes, nah, she's smart. Yeah. SMRT, I mean, SMART. Again, another example of uh, an element that the game writing excelled at that in this movie they just threw away for some reason. Yeah. Not with the puzzle box. She was all like, no, my dad had lots of these lying around the house. That's why I know how to open it. <laughs> yeah. 
and not, hey, my dad taught me how to open up these fucking yeah. puzzle boxes. Yeah. As a kid. Yeah. As I always say, tell, don't show. Mm-hmm. Or you can just say that. Why would you show her interacting with those things and solving the puzzles and like telling a story visually, which is what a movie does? Yeah. But Laura, sign the damn papers. Then it's your house. Yeah. I mean, she went back to the estate, but she didn't sign the papers. So why wouldn't they let her in the house? If she didn't sign the papers exactly. claiming the inheritance. There didn't well, seem to be much security. The reason she... the secret puzzle that kept the <laughs> lab hidden. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're coming back to that. Yeah. <laughs> but the reason she didn't want to sign the papers was because if she signed the papers, it would confirm that her dad is dead. Yeah. And she doesn't believe her dad is dead. However, it's been seven years since her dad died. And he would be declared deceased in absentia. And the will would be carried out anyway. So it, none of this mattered. Nope. Yeah, didn't you look up that the like the seven years is the <laughs> yeah. legal cutoff point? Yeah. yeah. If you're missing for seven years, you can yeah. legally be declared dead, mm-hmm. and your will will be executed, and you will be rich, Laura Croft. Congratulations. <laughs> you're a CEO girl boss now. <sighs> no need to kill. That's fair, but I mean, technically, if she didn't sign their inheritance by their rules, she wouldn't get access to the estate. Mm-hmm. It's not their rules; it's his will. I know, but I I mean tech, I meant the universe's rules for whatever law bullshit that they have going on there is like yeah. technically she wouldn't be able to go on the estate's property. But this is all fan fiction anyway, because the movie doesn't address <laughs> it in any meaningful capacity. Right? Whereas the in the games there's like extended sequences of of like like there's a whole DLC in one of the other games where you explore the mansion. And you do a bunch of like weird puzzles that your dad left behind to open a safe to find the like legal papers for the estate or something like that. See, that's cool. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of more believable. Yeah, it's better than I opened a puzzle box, found a key. So I went to the puzzle mausoleum, found a key hole, <laughs> and then I found a coded message on a friggin' tape recorder that is at least seven years old that just says, burn my notes. That battery would be dead. <laughs> That's so true. The battery probably would. One of my biggest things, though, is Laura, burn the damn notes. No, daddy issues. Do it. Oh my god, she I've... had one job. What's funny about that is it's kind of contradictory to like the only other part of her character that they've established which is that she doesn't believe he's dead like if he's alive she should have no problem burning the notes right because according to her all those ideas are still in his brain alive like he doesn't need the notes like she could just burn them and then just ask him about it later true but but she wants daddy back exactly she can't let go of anything Mm -hmm. because that's her only character point so then anyways they go in there she's like i must go to Ju- i must go to japan well and then no, she goes to hong it? kong yeah she goes yeah, to hong kong for some reason. wait hong kong's not japan yeah no it's <laughs> whoa, like whoa. it's an island off the coast of japan yeah. so she goes to hong kong yeah which mind you you know how long isn't that landlocked no, no, it's a no, port. Hong, Hong it's Kong a port. Is, it was Hong a Kong British is, port. Yeah, Hong Kong is also an island, but it's a very small island. Okay. And you have to go... They would have had to sail around Japan. Yeah. That would have taken days. Days and a bunch so of storms. Hard, yeah. But it, it, it's the fact of that once she got there, 
that whole she's supposed to be this street smart person mm. with all the fox races and everything and then she's holding the bag over one shoulder and these three guys obviously are going to try to take your bag yeah like it's classic pickpocket or snatch and grab type things that they're just telegraphing yeah. oh 100 like, oh yeah it's over there i'm just gonna put my arm over your shoulder your bag is mine run away yeah well it's the fact of come on the dude. only thing is they didn't pass it off to anyone else no they should have yeah. they should have it's okay she deserved it for doing the quintessentially british thing of going to hong kong and saying do you speak english do you speak english yeah and just look at what she was yeah. wearing one strap over her shoulder with that backpack well doesn't laura croft actually know a couple languages i think so. she, she speaks japanese in the game yeah yeah she knows a lot of languages yeah. in the games but but in the movie she's like do you speak english i'm pretty sure she'd have no issues with learning Cantonese yeah. and talking to people in exactly that. Um, but it, it's still the fact that they don't go to Japan for this boat. Yeah, that's so funny. They go to fucking Hong Kong for whatever reason. No reason. But there. I will say, though, Captain Lou's introduction, I was like, okay, not bad. He's got his shotgun. Mm -hmm. Then he passes the fuck out and yeah. falls from the second story. I was like, ah, I like him. He's an alcoholic. Ha, that's the joke. <laughs> yeah, and that's his whole character. And it doesn't get resolved <laughs> but once we were on the boat my thoughts were why the hell do we only have captain lou and laura that's yeah. it because it's a small boat i mean it wasn't a small boat in the first in the game but yeah if they only would have started the story earlier they could have had a larger cast of important yeah. people right well one thing i also didn't know is we were kind of confused on how old laura was Oh, that really confused us. Because before you get to the boat, there's at least three flashbacks of uh, different parts in her childhood. And they're, well, confused. she all looks the same age. Yeah. And her dad's like, Dad's leaving now, Lara. Yeah, it's telegraphed. I'll be America. back afterwards. And you're like, Is she 15? Is she 16? Yeah. Is she 17? You look on the Wikipedia, it's like, She's 21. You're like, How the fuck is that little girl 21? And then you see the actual last time later on where she's like 14. You're like, okay, this kind of makes sense, but it's still dumb as hell. Yeah, while we're on this subject, all of her memories of her father are of her father leaving. <laughs> Those are the good ones. <laughs> Those are the only ones. Yeah. So yeah, they're the best ones. Her dad leaving. Daddy issues. <laughs> the movie. Daddy issues. The movie. And it seems like she kind of has like the wrong daddy issues, because what what the what the flashback scenes imply is that he's like never there. Yet she seems just so attached to him. It's like at what point did she have an opportunity to be attached to her dad when he's just leaving all the time? Is being Indiana Jones or something. Very true. Oh, absentee fatherisms. Yeah. But once they were on the boat, that was a beautiful green screen boat. Oh, it's so good. The green screen water. The boat, I think, was real, but the, the water and the. It was a boat on a green screen. 100%. Great. That is so much easier to do these days than film on location. It is. Which oh, is sad that. 2018 is these days well actually a show that did um that did water um recording really well is um rings of power 
They have, like, that whole sequence where Galadriel, like, swims through the fucking ocean. Yeah. But they, like, built a pool and, like, recorded around this, like, artificial pool that they made. It's crazy. But, but they didn't do that for this movie because their budget was probably tiny. You know who else had practical effects in water? Waterworld. <laughs> with Kevin Costner. <laughs> Bringing it back to fucking Waterworld again, of yeah. course we are. But so their boat crashes, she grabs the puzzles, tosses it in there, um, ends up on the island, and she gets knocked out as soon as she gets to the beach. Yeah. Um, wakes up, big bad evil guy, what was his name? Vulgar? Vogel. Vogel? Vol- Vulgar? That would be so on the nose. <laughs> but no, Vog- Vogel. Vogel? Vogel. Yeah, but what was his first name? Because he went by his first name in the video game. It was something like Martin or yeah, Michael. Sounds about some shit. Sounds about right. M name, M Vogel. M Vogel. Matthias, because he was brother Matthias in the game, and he was so much better in the games. Well, this guy, he's just straight up like, yeah, we don't know where the temple is, but you gave me the book, bitches. (laughs) Yeah, in the games, brother Matthias was a cult leader who was trying to bring Himiko a new body so that they w- she would let them leave the island. In the friggin' movie, he's just a company man looking for a tomb. Yeah. And looking for some cash with that tomb and to get the fuck off the island. Because his boss won't let him go home until he finds a tomb. You know, it's not the fact that there's giant storms around the island knocking yeah. out every boat or anything. No, no. no. It's his boss. There weren't in the movie... Yeah, no storms. There, there was one storm. There was a storm. There was a storm. Well, that was it. And one of the biggest things is in the game, it takes place at night because you're supposed to be stealthy. You're not able to kill everybody guns blazing all the time. And it's raining constantly. And it's raining constantly. In the movie, it's like, try, Sunny. Yeah. Also. And so now that we're at the <laughs> island, I get to complain. There about you this. go. I was about to the, say. In the game, the island is a subtropical island. And for the island sequences in this movie, which is like a good like third of the movie, is shot in South Africa, which is not subtropical at all. What? It has all of the wrong like foliage. No it's way. just the complete wrong ecology for an island in the Japan Sea. It drove me so crazy. I like can we pay attention to correct environments in movies, please? No, no, we got Simba up there. We're yeah. good. We gotta get those. Nah, Savenia. We gotta get the tax credits from Cape Town. <laughs> apparently, apparently, shooting in in uh, Cape Town is pretty popular. Really? Yeah, they shot One Piece in Cape Town, but it, that Weird. works for One Piece because they usually go to like. Because they're on water. Yeah, they're not on subtropical islands. They're on like weird one piece stuff yeah but one thing is in, in the game she's tied up in your first scene after she gets knocked out and don't you see somebody like get gutted right beside her almost yeah it's really brutal yeah it's like, like you're... when i said the first half of the game is so much body mutilation horror survival mm-hmm. it's i mean cool. it yeah it's a very dark game it's it's kind of getting close to dead space levels but yeah. not to the same Whereas in the movie... The second half, where you're wading through a pool of blood, 
that has less body horror imagery in it as well. I completely shut out. Just a bunch of corpses. Yeah. But the golem creatures. The self lobotomy is one thing though. Oh yeah. We haven't done that movie yet. I don't. Is it in the movie? I don't know if it's in the movie. I don't want to know if it's in the fucking movie. We haven't done that game yet. Um, but the creepy guy was also like, I can see that you are your father's daughter. Got really close and like touched her cheek. It was like. I can see the intelligence in your face. So instead of the crazy survival horror with like weird cults, we just get a villain monologue. Honey company man. Woo. Yeah. And then they see there's a whole bunch of slaves around them. What are they doing? Uh, they're exploding rocks. Yeah, looking for looking the for a tomb. Okay, one one thing I do want to side note, though, is that they kept on blowing it up even after he had the doors to the tomb. They kept on blowing up random rocks for, like, a, half a day. Bill, they were point? trying to blow open the tomb doors for mm-hmm. half a day. Was that it? Yeah. Because yeah. I thought they were still trying to blow up fucking rocks for half yeah. a day. Knowing no. them, I wouldn't put it past them. So, anyway, so, they're like, and Captain Lou's like, alright, run, and starts beating the shit out of people with a shovel. Listen, he got quite a few fucking knockouts with that shovel. Yeah, he did real good at providing a distraction. And then he got shot in the shoulder. Yeah, and not killed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, one of the worst parts is after uh, after he shoots one of the... Before they even have that whole shovel fight and she escapes, the, the villain shoots one of the guys they have as a slave, and then he recocks the gun and puts it in the firing pin and points it at Laura. It's like, no, no, you just fired your bullet. You don't have to do that yeah, again. Yeah, it does that on its, it's own. It's a fucking semi-automatic. Yeah. It's not a revolver. <laughs> it's like a Glock or something, which is like the quintessential semi-automatic pistol, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Um, but anyway, she gets away, and then she is, oh no, running for her life in the water, and then falls her parachute, gets impaled. Yeah, the antique parachute that should not have worked. No. <laughs> At all. But uh, she gets impaled, pulls out the impalement, finds this crazy hobo man. No, yeah. she killed a guy first. All right, yeah, she, she killed a guy first. She drowned a guy in a puddle. Yeah, one of the soldiers is... found her. Yeah. So she kicked his ass and drowned him in a puddle. I was like, this it's is It's the a... most brutal part of the whole movie, honestly. I'm like, this is as close to the actual game as yeah. we're going to get right here. For, for like 30 seconds. Yeah, if only there were little button prompts on the screen to yeah. wiggle the left stick and press the triangle button. Yeah. I I wouldn't... It would be the game for me, right? It needs some quick time events. Oh, yeah, that game was riddled with quick time events. Big time. Yeah. yeah. As you were wont to do in the mid-2010s. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't quite God of War levels, but... Mm-hmm. No, but it was close. You can't beat God of War for that shit at all, period. Anyway, so they go along, and she's like, I found Crazy Hobo Man. Yeah, so... Who is Crazy Hobo Man? Father? Yeah, this is the dumbest change they made (laughs) from the game. Yeah, the fact her dad's alive. Because in the games, her, across the trilogy, her, like, character arc is, like, all about the fact that her dad is dead and shot himself, and she, like, saw it. And it's really brutal. But in this, they're like, no, actually, he's alive. And we're going to undercut all of the motivation for her. We're going to just suffocate all of her possibility for character development in terms of, like, 
learning to be Lara Croft Tomb Raider by herself. Well, I think one of the biggest things is that it you just took away from the entirety of where the game was. It's you alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. you're. It's literally called. Uncle will help you quite a bit, but you're still alone because he can't be with you holding your hand the entire way. The, he got his leg half chewed off by a wolf near the beginning. I know. The literal, like, name of the, like, sub-series of the, the reboot games is called the Survivor Trilogy. Yeah. Like, it, the whole theme is about that. Yeah. And the because of the changes they made in the movie, it never gets to tackle those themes at all. No. It completely sidesteps them. By just like, oh, actually, what if her dad was just alive, actually? Well, yeah, well, I mean, it, and it's the whole thing of Laura's no longer alone. It's like, that is the complete yeah. opposite direction That's of where the game the was going. Yeah. Um, so when she was, she's like, fine, forget you, dad. Grabbed his bow and arrows and then snuck there. She fucking snuck right past the big bad villain and didn't kill him. Could have just arrowed him right there. Goes, frees the people who are slaves, including Captain Lou, and says, I have to go back for the sat phone. Why the fuck didn't you do it in the first place? She had, like, because she goes and, like, hides in his tent. She had the most baller hiding spot behind, like, a shelf. No one would have found her. She could have stood there for a day and would have been fine. Like, she could have... Like, waited ten minutes, and he would have walked out of the room, and she could have picked up the things. And movie over. Yeah, but no. Absolutely nothing with that, so... I mean, she's not a psychopath. She doesn't have a murder boner. Yeah. She went to go save the slaves first. Yeah. But my point is, she didn't even need to kill him. She could have just, like, waited for him to walk away. That's oh, true. yeah. Or just, like, stolen the notebook off of It's because she's not a clep... Doesn't have a yeah. klepto boner. She went to go kill <laughs> yeah. a guy and free the slaves. In the she's game, are you fucking kidding me? We'd slit his throat at the first chance we oh, get. Oh, my God. So many bodies in that game. That's exactly it. We should do a kill count of that yeah. game one time. Oh, I don't want to play it's... through it again. <laughs> It'd be a lot. Yeah, but it, it's the whole thing of that. So then um, her dad comes. We, we kind of skipped over that part. I fast forward a little too far. Yeah. We didn't but dad gets captured. Evil villain's pointing the gun to the dad. And then she's like, drop your it's drop your weapon while she has a bow and arrow. And she lets him fucking pull back the firing pin again. Again with that. I'm like, you could have shot him right there. Your dad would have been fine. End of movie. But no, I'm not a murderer. Bullshit. <laughs> Laura Croft in the game, I killed a shit ton of people. I do not know who I was responsible for murdering, but I didn't care at that point. I believe her exact quote to her father was, I didn't come this far to see you die. <laughs> spoilers yeah. the entire time her <laughs> dad her dad was like fucking kill me don't let them in <laughs> fucking do it burn my notes yeah dad was super pissed that she didn't burn the notes fucking justifiably like let's let's put it this way yeah. the man sat on this island going batshit fucking yeah. crazy for seven for years. seven years only for his daughter who he thought was safe to show up yeah. and go here are the notes. I, oh, so it's Indiana Jones. Yeah. I guarantee there was like moments where he's like suffering on the island, going insane. He's like, at least she burned the notes. Oh, so it's she Indiana probably Jones. burned the notes. I'm he's gonna like, be saying this a lot over the next little bit. Yeah. Because this is where it evolves. 
into Indiana Jones. Yeah, it does. Yeah, the whole so, third act. Is specifically, just, yeah. then the, the whole last thing crusade. is they're going through the traps. Oh, yeah. the one guy's like, huh, nothing bad happened and he got spiked. Oh, just like Indiana Jones, only the penitent man shall pass. <laughs> yep. Yeah. What's funny about the fact that it devolves into Indiana Jones is apparently like the whole reason in the original games they made the main character a girl was so that well, it was to di- differentiate it from Indiana Jones so it wasn't just like a complete ripoff. But sure. in this movie, it just ends up doing that anyway. And triangle boobs, I mean, kind I of. I was gonna say anyways. polygons back in the day. Yeah. 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 Triangle, triangle vertex. <laughs> Um, but it, it's still the fact of then they went through the other trap and oh, what was the other trap? What was it a chasm? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you say it was a leap of faith? It was basically. It was. Uh, Just like Indiana Jones. <laughs> yep. And then the third one was the floor was falling out from under them. Well, the, <laughs> I'm sorry. The floor. When they didn't speak the true name of God, yeah. just like Indiana Jones. No, they had to find the color of the, whatever the yeah. fuck that was. The color of life. The color of life. Which is green, I guess. I stand by what I said. <laughs> when when they said that on the riddle, I was like, oh, it's the red one. Yeah. Because red, like blood is also a color of life. No, it had to do with night, so you're all like, it's the black yeah. one. And then they pulled out the black one, and it's like, it doesn't work. Yeah. Well, I'm like, don't all colors make black? No. And then it's green. Yeah. Uh, depends yeah. if you're doing additive or subtractive. True. All True. colors could make white. True. Or brown if you're using paint. I will use my own stool, thank you. <laughs> but uh, they get past that one. And then here's the biggest change, which I really don't like. Is uh, they get to the tomb. Of Himiko. They crack it open and it's a biological disease. Yeah. There's no magic. No magic. There is no magic. There is no storm goddess fucking your shit up. There is no storm goddess trying to possess your best friend. Mm. There is nothing like that. It is just a plague. Yeah. She's zombie typhoid Mary. And the reason she's it. So on its own, it could be a cool story of like the reason this person like entombed themselves. Was because they were like a disease carrier. Uh, I, uh, in isolation, that could be a cool story. But in this context, it just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And the whole build up was that, like, oh, her dad's looking for supernatural artifacts. That's the whole motivation. And like to just have this twist at the end that's like, oh, actually, it's just a disease. It doesn't even make sense in yeah. any of the aspects either. Because if it was. If she was a typhoid Mary who could spread a plague just by touching people, why did they bring her to an island and bury her alive in a mm-hmm. tomb? Why didn't they just burn her? Right. If sure. she could touch people and kill them, why? Why did they do the awesome yeah. prank of making her corpse sit up in her tomb? Yeah. <laughs> it was also that. Somebody designed that on fucking purpose. Yeah. Some guy was going... Yosh. Yeah. You know what'll be funny? <laughs> yeah, let's put a gear in it. Kaboom! And why? Why would they leave a door? It, mm-hmm. it was yeah, sealed with puzzles, yeah. but why would they leave a door? Why wouldn't they just 
light the whole thing on fucking fire and be done with yeah. it. They First dug time, a burial. giant yeah. burial yeah. tunnel complex for her. You can collapse that. Mm-hmm. But then the people turned into zombies. You had the one. And then he ended up shooting a bunch of other people. Then the other guy turned. And the other guy scratched the dad, bit the dad, just touched him. Bit no, the dad. That happened like a little bit later. Oh, we don't count that. It was one sequence. Let's count yeah. it. Bites the dad. So the dad ties off his arm as best as he can. Uh, then Laura goes and goes kills the other dude. <laughs> yeah, they have a silly chase. They have a silly chase. Okay, she's hiding in one of the thousand handmaidens corpse rooms. And the guy hears her. Instead of just pointing his gun in there, firing and killing Lara, he decides to rip her out from there. Yeah. And ends up getting killed. It's like, shove your barrel in there, shoot her a bunch of times, problem solved. His yeah. gun kind of just disappears in that sequence, too, because you see him chase her with his big assault rifle and then the next time you see him he's like getting up in the in the chamber it was just, he doesn't have a gun anymore and at that point she's also passed her usefulness they've yeah. gotten what they came for. yeah there's no yeah. reason to keep her alive from there well, that's just it so laura goes back finds her dad her dad's like don't touch me i'm diseased i tried to do it it's like okay dad should we cut off your arm i mean you already have it like fucking belted off should we at least try to see if it's like zombification? No. If we cut it off by now, is it going to work? No. Straight up, no. It's just, a, I'm going to blow myself up with dynamite. And she's like, but I don't want to lose you again. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you're the best archaeologist and the smartest woman I've known for 10 years. All I regretted was not getting to see you grow up. But yeah. now I saw it. Yeah, that's because oh. you were left on your bullshit archaeological digs, sir. So, he blows up the tomb. Not yet, though. Because yeah. she has to go fight with the big bad evil guy. The, oh, we missed one part. The big bad evil guy got a sample of the disease. He got a finger. Yeah. So Put in a plastic bag. Yeah, because the Trinity, the, the, big, the big evil corporation, wants to use it as a biological weapon, probably. Yeah. So, they're going to fight. On the ladder chasm. Yeah. <laughs> Indiana Jones. And so instead of running to the other side and kicking out the ladder, she had two opportunities to do that. I just realized how funny it is, how much of a cop-out it is to be, um, encou- to like encounter a leap of faith puzzle. And to just put a ladder over top of it. Oh, that's hilarious. That's so that's so silly. Yeah. That perfectly represents this movie. It's like, let's do Indiana Jones, but let's completely cop out on everything that makes it good and compelling and cool. Yeah. Let's not let's not jump over it. Let's not take a leap of faith. Let's just use a, a ladder of like not faith make ladder bridge yeah exactly but instead of doing that they have a fight then the explosion kind of offsets him and then she gets the upper hand and shoves the finger down his mouth zombifies him kicks him into the pit i'm like that boot's infected now yeah that's good you gotta get rid of that fucking boot it has the disease at least sanitize it right take one of them out this this movie is very dated in that it came out before 2020 yeah so, anyways, they go, meets up with Lou and all of the slaves, and then they hijack a fucking helicopter. Yeah. 
They land. They're like, this is yeah. our helicopter now. And they clown car but, it with all the... All the that's what they slaves. mean! Yeah. <laughs> there are too many servants. You do not yeah. have that much fuel. Because, the, yeah, because the... Oh, yeah, because I guess with the helicopters, like, more people equals more fuel, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And going for multiple trips would equal more fuel. Yeah. Yeah, but in theory, the evil corporation thinks that there are still a lot of the, um... I don't want to call them slave owners. We will call them job motivators. Creators. I was going to say terrorists, but yeah. sure. We will call them motivators. Bloody fucking hell. Evil Corporation thinks there are still lots of motivators over there. Doesn't know they all died in the motivati revolt. <laughs> that does sound like a title a shady corporation would come up with. A, a motivated associate. <laughs> Oh my god. What are you hiring for a motivating associate? Yeah. Must be okay with violating the Geneva Convention. <laughs> yeah. Must know how to fire a gun. Yeah. No, no. Must know how to use Must extracurricular to... firearms. Must know tests. how to activate traps. Yeah. So that the protagonist can solve it. So anyways, they go afterwards, and Laura's like, okay, I'll sign the papers for this corporation. Is this a list of all the companies? Sees the company's name that was providing yeah. weapons for that island. Yeah. And oh, Croft Corporation owned the bad guys the whole time. Mm -hmm. And then she ends up going to... She ends up going back to the pawn shop and gets her pistols. After she's only murdered yeah. two people... Not, not, not with. She didn't fire a gun the whole movie. She hasn't fired a gun the whole movie. Has no firearms yeah, training. Doesn't build it up at all. Only has the bow and arrow. But no, I got my two pistols now. I'm good. Yeah. We're just gonna empty reference the game without building it up in any meaningful capacity at all. Just, just frustrating. Yeah, it's so silly. All That's right. I miss Angelina Jolie's Tomb Raider. Yeah, we should watch that one. At least she used the guns effectively yeah. and multiple times. Yeah, we are going to have to watch those ones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Any other final thoughts, gentlemen? The last chase going out of the tomb, that embodied the entirety of the video game as she was jumping across things that were falling apart. The rest of the movie... Yeah. It just fell apart. Yo, that fucking pickaxe, though, saved my ass so many times in the game. It was meant to. The pickaxe is like a character in the game. Yeah. Yeah, the pickaxe and that square button when you start to fall. So no, pickaxe! Tink! Oh no, square! Tink! Yeah. Right? But what I think is funny about the, the twist ending, where it's like, oh, they owned the bad guys, is that... Um, it was that was supposed to set up the next movie they had planned, which got canceled. And so retroactively, that has become the ending of just like, oh, oops, I sold all our assets to the bad guys. <laughs> That's how it ends now. Sorry. Beautiful ending. You're a disappointment, Laura. And on the three trials of Indiana Jones, I mean to uh, Hiroko, Himiko. The black guy did not die yeah. until his friend shot him. Yeah. Yep. Listen. Like, he triggered a trap, and he got out of the way. Yep. Black he, guy didn't die first. He died because his friend shot him, and then he became zombified, and then the other guy shot him. Yeah. So I was quite proud of that. Yeah. Oh. Social good. progress. Incremental. He didn't die Social first, progress. but he did die twice. He did, yes. Yeah. 
So the white guy. Is that better or worse? <laughs> That's the question. Um. Okay. Any thoughts, Kyle? This is the most mid movie I've ever seen. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's give it a rating. Ben. I am going to rate it out of all the storms that were in the movie. <laughs> Zero? One? Versus all the storms that were in the game. No, no. Crashed airplanes. <laughs> I give it one crashed airplane for the movie, and there were at least at 400 least... crashed airplanes in the video game. So, like, one out of 400. Yeah. There you go. Cut. It was boring as... <laughs> I give it one triangle polygon boob out of two. <laughs> wow, that's like 50%. 50%, yeah. 50%. Pretty that's high. more than this movie deserves. That's, that's pretty mid on but that that's, one. That's as low as my scale can go. So. Um, I'm I'm legitimately surprised I didn't fall asleep to this fucking thing. Um, I give it... Because there's three from the remake trilogy. I give it half of one it's the fucking dlc Ooh, that yeah. is completely unnecessary that you have to pay 40 fucking dollars for it's yeah. up until you rescue your friend for the first time oh, of yeah. the first and that's game where it ends. Yeah, yeah pretty much that's that's the dlc that we have and that's my yeah. thoughts on it you're better off watching one of those youtube compilation that cuts all the cutscenes into a movie yep. i honestly thought that's where the game was gonna end but yeah. then i remembered <laughs> it was a squeenix game so yeah. i still had another say you had to, to go. fight god yeah Yes, I did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, that's all for this episode. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Hi, this is Kyle from the podcast you're listening to right now. I've got an ad for you from me for a book that I wrote. It's called Alloy Cooperative by K.J. Noakes. It's about a labor union strike at a fantasy blacksmith. That's really all you need to know because it's just a novella and it's nice and short and sweet. And you can find the ebook copy on all the usual suspects, so Amazon, Kobo, Smashwords, that sort of thing. But the physical copies are a little bit different and special because I make them myself using sustainable materials. So they're printed on sugarcane paper and bound in a hemp paper cover. So you can only get those at my website at kjnokes.com. That's K-J-N-O-A-K-E-S.com. Check it out.